Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sans Pants Radio, outdated news, but are you surprised? Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusho. Boys, how good's footy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Still confusing. Very confusing. I'm confused and scared and mostly just confused. I'm infuriated. <laughs> you've had a... Look, you've it's, had been a, a oh, big, it's been bumpy. It's been a, a rough week. So, Tom. Yes? Brisbane. They went into the trade period full of optimism. Oh, they were big dick swinging. Destination club. They like they had their eyes on Lockie Neal. No one was yep. really leaving. Camaraderie is through the roof. Yeah. So optimistic that we barely spoke about them last week. And actually, this is probably a good point to remind everyone that... This is a Monday. It's coming out on a Wednesday. Everything we say now is going to be... Trade period also finishes on Wednesday, and there is always just madness over the last 24 hours of the trade period. So, uh, yeah, this will be wrong, and we will correct all of our mistakes, but some of it will be right. Dylan Shutter acid and like what happened last We week. fucking nailed it. We got it right. I I think then I changed my mind and said Hawthorne, but initially I was right. I should have gone The last gut. comment of last week's episode was Dylan Shield to Accident, go Bombers. Great. We got one right. We got one right. Anyway... Brisbane. Destination Gary Rowan went to Geelong. We got that. Yep. Yeah, that was a gimme. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry. Brisbane Destination Club. <clears throat> we were excited. They were going to get Lockie Neal. No one was leaving. Everything was exciting. We didn't have a lot to say about them. But since we last recorded, Sean, what has happened? Is a week a oh. long time in football? Oh, it's a huge error. Oh, it's, a long, <laughs> it's a long, long time. Reports came through from various sources that Dame Beams might be headed back to Collingwood. And then there was all sorts of bullshit. It was reported as like a fact that he will ask for a trade. That he as had asked stands, for a trade. That he had. Yeah, that was the headline on the AFL fucking yep. website. That was like Damien Barris, investigative journalist extraordinaire. There was some speculation early on that Brisbane are in negotiations with Frio for Lockie Neal. Yep. And there was rumour that the leak, like that information about Beams wanting to leave was leaked, leaked by, by Frio. Frio to Barrett as an act of like destabilising Brisbane and... Forcing, basically forcing Beams to Collingwood so that Brisbane would get a draft pick that they could then send to Frio for Neil. That's sort of the... Th- uh, it's really weird. Do you know what's amazing? Dane Beams has not said anything. 
No, but today he's Paul, his manager, his manager Paul Connors, his manager came out. speaking for him, being like, "Yeah, no, he's happy to stay at Brisbane." Um, Basically, saying exactly the deal. same same shit that we've heard all year. Yeah, which is that he look. Everyone is aware that if Dane Beams can get to Collingwood, he will. He will. If he if he is able to go to Collingwood and finish out his contract in Victoria, he will. However, he has also said he'd only go if it got a good deal for Brisbane because he's also happy to play out the rest of his contract in Brisbane because he likes Brisbane. They're a club that he enjoys. Like good deal. We mean overs for Brisbane. Correct. Massive overs. Yeah. Surely. Two first round picks and a player. What have they yes. what did Collingwood open their offer with today, Sean? Pick eighteen. Their Garbage. first round pick. Yep. And a future second round pick. Oh, sweet. So a future second round pick. The team that finished second this year. Yeah. What do you reckon their second round pick would be next year? Thirty eight. <laughs> So have a pick um, nine, pick eighteen, and pick thirty-eight next year. And but pick, Brisbane went. Oh, yeah, this fucked. year also the draft is amazing, amazing. Next Super year, by draft. Next year, who knows? Terrible. I'm in next year's draft. <laughs> Shit. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your long, <laughs> illustrious career at Gold Coast. Yeah, it's going to be good, guys. I can take the future picks and shove them up their ass. <laughs> I fucking hate Collingwood. Any slight amount of goodwill I had in Grand Final week is fucking gone. I hate them. Do you remember? Okay. Beams wanted to come to Brisbane four years ago because his father was sick. Uh, he was still contracted at the time, so Collingwood made it pretty difficult. Collingwood got from us pick five, um, a player, and pick 25, which yep. went on to be Jordan Dugowie, Jack Crisp, yep. and Levi Greenwood. Dame Beams, if he goes back to Collingwood, will be playing with all three of those guys and will have their future fucking draft pick. Fuck off. I'm really angry. But but Brisbane have said no way. And Paul Connors Paul Connors no has even that conceded that both both Collingwood and Brisbane and Paul Connors have conceded this late in the draft, this late in the trade, it could be very difficult for it to happen. Yep. I wouldn't um, be surprised if they went, not this year, Dane. Stay for one more year and we'll see if we can trade you at the end of next season. You know what, boys? Beams can go. Oh. oh. Now get rid of him. If it doesn't want to fucking be there, I don't want people there who who like Clearly, there's so much... To, I don't know what to believe. There's so much talk. There are people reporting that Beams has caught up with Collingwood people in the off-season because he's down in Melbourne at the moment and he's told them that you know he'll see them at training. Stuff like that. I, I don't know what to yeah, believe. Yeah, but they also got a text from Stephen May, apparently. <sighs> Who fucking knows what to I, believe? This is the best thing about trade season is it's just like... Oh, yeah. Bullshit. Jordan Rufford, he'll be the coach of... Uh, Jared Rufford and maybe the coach of Fremantle. Uh, Ross Lyon will play for Gold Coast. Like That's yeah. kind of the shit... That gets thrown around this week. It's it's yeah. it's cooked. I it's just okay. If Beam stays, then same time next year, it'll just be the same shit. It'll be Collingwood trying to get him, except it'll just be for less because he's older and it'll be a cheaper deal. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of Beams. Yep. I came into this episode thinking I better hedge my bets in case he stays, but he can get fucked. I want him gone. I'm sick of him. Fuck. Oh, I'm getting really angry. Even as a neutral supporter, like. I understand that if, like, if fucking, I don't know, someone that I adore for accident, say, like, Tipper was like, I was born in Perth or something. Um, Look, I've had some family problems or something like that. I'd like to go to Perth and play the rest of my career at West Coast. I obviously don't want Essendon to get screwed over in it. I would be like, look, I'm very sad to see him go, but, like, don't stay because then I feel like that we've... Yeah. It's, It's Tim Kelly. Yeah, it's Tim Kelly. Like, I, I would love him to stay, but I also know it's really difficult for him. Yes. But I'm just going to put it out there on the Tim Kelly thing. It looks like he's going to stay because West Coast have come out. So Geelong were apparently like, look, we'll take, they originally said two first round picks. Yep. They then said, we'll take your first round pick. And there's a young fella, 
uh, Brander. Yep. Plays for the Eagles. Big tall forward from Geelong Grammar. And Geelong said, put him in the deal, him in the pick, Tim Kelly. Yep. West Coast said, no, no, he's a young player. We've signed him away for three years. We will not be trading any young players back to their home states. And I'm like, hypocrisy, thy name is West Coast. Yeah. Like, um, that's bullshit. Although, a thing that's thrown a huge spanner in this entire trade period for everyone is Fremantle being like, yeah, everyone can take the deals and either up them or go fuck themselves. Yeah, and everyone's oh. like, and everyone's like, well, that's fine because we don't want to play for Frio. Nothing what, is what happening. Did Tim Cal- what did Tim Kelly say? So Tim Kelly, oh, so apparently Freo could offer a better deal for Tim Kelly than West Coast. And Tim Kelly's manager said he doesn't want to go to Freo because he doesn't want to go to a team that far down the ladder. <laughs> he said he'd rather stay in Geelong. Freo have offered pick 11 for Kelly. Yep. The same pick that they offered and thought, you know, would get Jesse Hogan done. Pick 11 and a, I think a future second. Yep. What the? Ah! So, Frio, I'm getting real angry. Last week, I was happy. I was like, trade period's fucking great. This is happening. It's like Christmas. Now I'm sick of it. Now it's like Christmas. You've opened the sack and it's fucking coal. It's Ross Lyon. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, Ross Lyon. Oh, fuck. Peter that- Bell is the <laughs> biggest, shortest fuckhead in the AFL. No, he's, he's taken not. over that job and he thinks he's a fucking gunslinger over in Perth. And I'm sick of him. No, no one will ever deal with Fremantle again. I get being I, the I, biggest fuckwits. I get what they're trying to do. I get what Peter Bell is trying to do. No, fuck him. No, I understand the logic because they don't want to be that club that everyone just pillages. But that club had the opportunity to land a key forward. Guys, just going to rattle off some names. Travis Cloak. Yep. Mitch Clark. Yep. Uh, Harry Taylor. Yep. Jeremy McGovern. Yep. Jesse Hogan twice. Yep. Travis Cloak again. Yep. yep. Scott Gumbledon. Yep. yep. Joe Danaher. Yep. Probably Josh Kennedy. Yeah. I don't know, Tex Walker. Yep. That's every key forward, and there's probably some I'm missing that Fremantle have tried to recruit since the beginning of time. To So they were looking for Matthew Pavlich replacement when Matthew Pavlich was still playing. Yep. They don't have one. That was five years ago, probably. They finally got one. They finally... Jesse Hogan has said, I'm prepared to come to Freo. Melbourne are like, we're prepared to talk. What are you going to give us? And they say, and Freo pick went, 11. Pick 11, and... Melbourne went, nah, come on, give us your first round pick for him. He's an excellent player. He's 23. He's he's what he can play. He's what you have been screaming out for. And they're like, yeah, actually, good point. No. Pick 11 or go fuck yourself. Well, their first offer was their final offer. And they got knocked back and they went, well, you can get fucked. We're, not, we're out of the race. And Melbourne We've went, we've done our due diligence. Okay. Fuck you, Peter Bell. <laughs> oh. Melbourne were like, fine, I, I guess. I come guess. On. The Lockie Neal thing, they're like, no, no, no. We won't settle. If, if Brisbane had have offered the equivalent of pick 11 and a second round pick for Lockie Neal, Freo knocked back. Fucking oath they have, Tom. They would. Freo want pick five and a, a pick about 15 for Lockie Neal. They won't give up. Hogan is, oh, fuck, I'm angry. Key position forward is so much harder to find than an elite midfielder. Yes. Hogan is a lot, has a lot more value, I think, than Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal is an outstanding player. And, like, fair enough for Freo. Freo have seen players like Trelaw go for two first rounders. That's why they're after two from Brisbane. Yeah. But the difference but is... the is difference is draft as well. Pick five is basically pick one. The difference is, though... Fuck. With Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal's how old? I think he's 25, 26. Right. Trelaw was, like, 22. Yeah, and Hogan's 23. Hogan's 23, and we were looking... We were talking about his stats the other day. As a key forward in a side that fucking sucked and couldn't kick goals, he was kicking about the same amount of goals that Tom Hawkins kicked in the same number of games, and Hawkins was playing in a three-time premiership side. No, no, way more, Tom. Way more? Way more. 
they had a list of probably 10 uh, forwards of the recent era. Was and Buddy the only Hogan, one ahead of him? Buddy was miles ahead of everyone. And then I think Hogan was second or third on that list. Hogan's... Hogan's kicked. He's a former rising star for Nearly double the amount of goals that Hawkins had at the same time in his career. Hawkins was a late bloomer, but that just gives you an example. That's you know insane. I mean? Frio, look, we've gone after them hard this season, and I'm fucking glad. Yeah. They can eat shit. Fuck. Fuck. Em. You talk about Frio not wanting to be, like, pillaged by clubs. No one's, no one's ever going to trade with them again. Who? Like, outside of Lockie Neal, no one ever goes after Frio players. If you want to talk about pillage, Tom, you talk about Brisbane, you talk about Gold Coast, you talk about GWS. Something disgusting happened. Even Adelaide. Today. Something just. Fuck Adelaide. Something. No, but you're right. <laughs> no, they're not being pillaged. Everyone wants to leave because the culture is garbage. That's right. Something disgusting happened. I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, oh, show. no. Fuck me. The Port Adelaide list manager came out today and yep. said, we're just going to probably keep our picks and go for the best available talent. And it doesn't matter if we don't get the South Australian guys because we'll just we'll just steal them in two years. Ooh. He warned Gold Coast not to draft Lukosius and the other dude. Ra- Rakira Ra- um, Rannick or something like that. Yeah, him and uh, Rosie or whatever. Yeah. Um, basically warned them not to go after them because we will come at, we'll come at them two years from now. Stephen Silvani was on the same panel. They had a panel this morning. Yeah. And he said there's a lot of good players and he hopes that the ones that, the, that Carlton don't get go like to interstate because then we'll just grab them 20 months from now. They're sitting there. Meanwhile, Sydney some get banned people, for two years for trading. Some people have legally. said the AFL need to actually take a stand on that because it's technically draft tampering. Yeah. I hate it. It's really shit. You, I told you today, you had a fucking laugh about it. I get did. fucked, Tom. That's very funny. No, no. <laughs> it's because you're fucking sitting down there in Geelong and you're happy. And you too, Douche, you're an Essendon man. You guys don't experience this. When you're an interstate club. Oh, no, don't worry. Sure, I'm like 80% right of your now. list. 80%. My, my, my favourite player on my once, list is going. Once it's ever happened to you. Yeah, I know. we got two I'm more that wanted to come home. I'm also in a situation where Essendon have probably landed one of the biggest fish of this draw of this uh, trade period. But. Out of nowhere, too. Out of nowhere. Mm. You Stephen Bradbury, Dylan Shield. But no, we haven't made an offer yet, and there's two days left. He, he's there. Yeah, but GWS are also like, you're going to have to give us something. They want two first-round picks for him. So it'd have to be nine, number nine this year and a future next yeah, yeah, year. It'll, that's what it'll be. Um, which, when you win the premiership, that'll be 18, probably. Yeah, which is not too bad. Um, <laughs> what about, I think, personally for Shield, I honestly, it should be pick nine and next year's second round. That should get it done, you would yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Depends how desperate it is. They might go at, like, it'll probably be they offer that first. Yeah. Then if GWS, like, no, then they'll probably bump it up to the offer that we just I think you just get it done. Do you know what's got fucked? a quality player like that, you probably just, yeah. yeah. Do you know what's fucked, though, is that they're digging their heels in over Shield. Meanwhile, Hawthorne, going to fucking get Tom Scully for pick 50-something. Something's going on there. Yeah. Either the ankle... But here's the thing. Everyone's you know, conspiracy theory, the ankle injury is dragging the price down. But Hawthorne is still offering him a four-year deal. So it can't be that fucking bad. I have heard that Segler will go to GWS as part of that as well. So to be Segler and 53 for Scully. I will say this. We rag on Hawthorne a lot. I fucking love Clarkson's approach to list management, mm. which is just like, yep, you're amazing. We think you're part of the club. Oh, I can, get, I can have that. Yeah, look, fuck off. It's a business. <laughs> but it is. And he he approaches it like a business. You know, yeah. people are like, how could you get rid of Lewis and Hodge and Mitchell? They were in the finals again this year. Mm. They brought in Mitchell and O'Meara, and yeah. they're probably going to bring in Scully and Wingard. Mm-hmm. Like, Clarkson's is the only coach in the AFL who could get away with the shitty pulls. Yeah. Can I tell you something else that's infuriating just on Freo? Brisbane have the uh, – there's a potential deal going to happen where they might trade their pick five to Adelaide – for two picks, number eight and number 16. So Adelaide can get so ahead Adelaide of Port Adelaide. Port and take it South Australia. Fuck, I love it. 
So then Brisbane's theory would be we'll send eight and 16 to Frio because that's what they want. They want two first-rounders for Neil. They've apparently offered that, and Frio have said, no, 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 we want number five, and you need to find another one. And Brisbane are like, what the f- you need to be realistic. Like, what the fuck are you <laughs> trying to they're do? They're clearly on the purple heights. Because here's the other thing, too, is that they're, they're digging their heels in over Neil. And they're like, nope, he's not going to go. And Neil has come out and said, I will not be playing for Fremantle yeah. next year. I do not like the club. I do not like the culture. I do not want to be here. It's holding up all the other traits. Because until they do Neil, they can't do Hogan. Until they do Hogan, they can't do Stephen May. Nah. It's they're fun. not. I don't reckon Hogan's going to get there. Hogan is going to apparently play in the back line next year at Melbourne. Because Melbourne are like, he'll go in the year after. Well, this is yeah, weird because why would you want to hold on to a player? Because clearly, the longer they don't trade Lockie Neal, the more the more he's going to say in the media, which means it's going to be harder for them to trade in the future because he's just going to be like, actually, yeah, the club's garbage and I hate playing Everything for smells it. like garlic and he keeps, you know, yep. following me around everywhere asking if I'll stay and I don't want to talk to him. My brother put the tinfoil hat on today. <laughs> did he borrow mine? Daniel? He did. Daniel the good brother? Daniel the good brother. Friend of the show. And he said to me, do you guys know who Lockie Neal's housemate is? No. In, in Freo. In Freshaw. Yeah. Ooh. Who Brisbane absolutely love and we're going to pick number one, but then they ended up picking Rayner. Yep. Yep. He just reckons that give it two years and Brayshaw will come to Brisbane because he loves Lockie Neal and they just think, imagine their house right now. Lockie Neal's not coming home and saying nice things about Freeman on the culture and all of that. So just watch this space. And he's only been there a year. Yeah. Ross Lyle will break his jaw again. Mm-hmm. There's lots of straws in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, lot, of, lot of swirly ones too. Yep. Um, Big soup culture. <laughs> Queensland, hottest state in Australia. Don't for its soup. <laughs> Big things yep. coming out of this though that are weird left field. So the other, the other club that's imploding, sorry, in these things, the big left field one is Chad Wingard mm. has formally said, fuck you, Port. I want to go to Hawthorne. Has yep. a good relationship with Clarko, apparently. And Clarkson's gone, yeah, right. Um, we'll give you a good pick. Oh, and Ryan Burton. And Ryan Burton's on holiday. And he's like, oh, I actually really, really liked playing for <laughs> Hawthorne. I've just signed a three year deal to like 2020. This is like a couple of, like, you know, yeah. last year. Came I'm, second in the Rising Star. This is yep. a very good player. And key position backman can play small or tall and run off the back line. Also, again, like Hogan. Yeah. When I say it's easy to find wing guards, it's not. Wing guard is wing guard will win you a game. Yep. If if, if he's you need, a, he's a motlop, but a way more consistent one. Because I want to. So people, we we pot wing guard on this show for his. I'll pot him again. No, no, but how has this? Right? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the stats you're going to bring up. He's been shit house for three years. You're going to love this stat then. If he's so <laughs> oh, shit house, right? Yeah, all right, whatever. So he's averaged over twenty touches, yep. a goal, three tackles, three clearances, and four inside fifties a game. Yeah. So what? Only three other players in the AFL yeah. averaged that this who? year. Who? I don't know who the other three are. Oh, well, do your research, Tom. Yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> mate, this is a tweet. This is a tweet that Chad Wingard liked that my brother sent me. Okay, yeah. it's watertight. Well, speaking of that, we want to dive into the Port Adelaide situation because well, I think what's happened last year, Port Adelaide were a destination club. In train period, they cleaned up. Yeah, them and Essendon were the two that did really well. Mm. Thing yeah. is, Essendon seemed to have a culture where people were like, nah, playing for this club's mad. Everyone that went to Port Adelaide seems to be like, mm, I hate this. I, they I think they were excited to go to Port Adelaide, play for a team that played songs before the game. They also forgot that they'd have to see Koshi. Oh. Yeah, it's no I good. think that's done it. It's the Koshi thing. But also, <laughs> I think Rockcliffe was a little bit injured. Yeah. Motlop was only ever going to be inconsistent. And why would you recruit Jack Watts? Should never have got Watts and Motlop. Don't bring in two inconsistent fuckwits. Well, Jack Watts needed a fresh start and he got one and cooked it. 
Yeah, he's playing really well in the sandful. <laughs> you know who else needs a fresh start? Who? Ken Hinckley. Oh, oh well, get rid this of him. Bloke, get this, rid of him. I can't bloke... wait till halfway through the, the next season when Porter fucked Sitting and Hinckley's, on Hinckley's gone. I love um, it. Well, so do you want to talk about how fucked Porter? Yep. Sure. So I would love to. My brother yeah. yep. is a port man. Yep. Oh, boy. Now, he had a couple of conditions where when he started hearing some trade rumors about certain players... He cracked the shits. He got quite angry, and he was like, This I is young Koshy. Jacob, right? Young Jacob. The running man. The running man. Koshy hates Koshy. Fair. <laughs> hates some things about Port. Mm. Also fair. Things that he loves, though. Big fan of Wingard. Oh. Massive fan of Pittard. <gasps> Adds the number on his back. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. And uh, Thor Pollock, pretty good player. Chip-like, though. Whatever. Yeah. Loves Lindsay Thomas as well. Happy to put that on the record. Hates Lindsay Thomas. <laughs> uh, has said... What do you think of Hinckley? He doesn't mind Hinckley. Right. doesn't mind Hinckley. Um, but has said that early on that if those players were really traded, he might consider TC. <gasps> Tell you what, boys. He's almost broken. Oh, oh, shit. He messaged me when Pittard and Pollock both got confirmed to North. Yeah. And he said, well... At least if I go for North, <gasps> I can go to some of their games next year. Oh, that is how old is he? Huge. He's, fuck. Uh, how old am I, Sean? So he's a grown man. He's a, he's an adult. He's, yeah, an adult TC. Yep. I think it's a disgusting thing to consider. However, <laughs> it's Port Adelaide. It's Port Adelaide. However, if though, it's Port Adelaide and if it's Frio, you're okay. You're off the hook. Or Gold Coast. No, 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 no. Oh, you're on Gold Coast now because you're a dumbass. I'm what not about, a dumbass. What about Adelaide? Uh, no, no, you've got to stick with them. I, but not Port. They've got some cultural issues. I think they'll straighten them out. Port Adelaide, nah, get fucked. So the only thing, though, that's stopping him is there are players he still likes at Port. Like who? Like Paddy Ryder. Oh, only for a couple more years. Ollie Wines. Who's now oh, the captain? Well, is he the captain? Yeah, they made him. I'm pretty sure he's going to be the captain. He's not. He's I think. Not I think yet. Boke has stepped down from the captaincy. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't want to fucking captain that club. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Robbie Gray. Yeah, all right. Fair and right. Westoff. Good bloke. Good Best bloke. and fairest winner. Yeah. So there are players that he still likes, and <sighs> and Vossi's there too. So. And Vossi's still there. Yeah. Yeah, Voss is definitely a reason, Sean. Um, Thanks, yeah. But he is he is seriously considering going for North. Yeah, he should. He said, "I don't hate." He said, my two players that I like will be at North. Their worst player went to Port. Yeah. And Jared Wade has also retired. Yeah. So the two things that he would hate about North are gone. Yeah. He, Gaff didn't end up going there, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, ben Brown he likes. Todd Goldstein he likes. And uh, Ben Cunnington is fun to say. He, yeah, <laughs> and deadly. And I mean, if there's, a, if there's a, a feel-good bandwagon to get on, it's North, sorry, fourth Melbourne. Uh, in 2019, <laughs> fourth Melbourne. <laughs> oh, I gave that a lot of love. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna TC though, boys. Did, but I'll I, keep you updated. Who did he go for originally? Uh, it's always been Port. Okay. He had a Geelong jump, but he never really backed. Yeah. I look. I hate Port Adelaide more than anyone in the entire world. But I don't know if I condone this. I don't think I do. I don't think you can crack the shits just because your team loses a couple of players. It would also be hard to because he's following the players that got traded, so it's going to be hard to like jump around a team that you haven't had any experience with. Like, look, this wouldn't happen because like I've literally been through probably the worst thing that could happen to a club, yeah. and I still brag for Essendon. Yeah, are you and saying that if Tom Bell Chambers got traded though, 
No, I'd be out of there. No, um, no. But like, okay. So say after the Essendon thing, I was betrayed as a supporter, and I decided I was like, nah, fuck them. They can go to hell. I back yeah. for Sydney now. That's understandable. That makes yeah. sense because I've got like the family history, so I'm like, I'm already fond of the. But club. even, but even jumping off Essendon in that moment, I would understand because they well, yeah, they disgraced like that, themselves. And it's similar, I guess, to when Fitzroy merged, and a lot of the Fitzroy Lions people. I've got a mate who was Carlton for his entire life, and as soon as the salary cap theme came out, he just stopped following footy. I wonder if that's a bit of an excuse. <laughs> they were okay when that came out. Yeah, but no, oh, I guess. Yeah, like he got off them immediately. Big... That's a pretty bad thing. The salary cap breach. I just don't know about this. Now, this Port Adelaide one doesn't sit well with me. I think if it was Fremantle and you were like, you know what? We've been garbage for a long time. We have a fucking terrible game plan, a despicable coach, uh, people who are running the club are morons, then I can understand someone TCing Frio. But Port Adelaide still have a bit to offer. Like, they would be internally quite positive about rebounding and making finals next year. Oh, absolutely. Especially because Ken Hinckley is going to be fired at some point in the next True. 12 months. And then Vossi will come in and you watch him take off. Oh, right? boss the boss. Oh, All right. I'll, I'll be conflicted I'll, I'll, then, I'll tell you. I'll, <laughs> I'll convince him to stay. I'll convince him to stay. I, think, I, don't I think, think he'll regret it if he does. Especially to, like, Dusha, you mentioned. You've I think he's through, already regretting mentioning it. Because yeah, he knows exactly what's about to happen, which yeah. has just happened. Dusha, you've gone through the whole dark times of Essendon. Yeah. When they climb up next My year. My favourite player had a Brownlow medal taken from him. When they climb up next year and win the Premiership, it'll be all the sweeter because Whoa. you've experienced that. Whereas if your brother gets on North and they say North win the Premiership next year, you're not really going to feel the same, are you, Tom? No, you're going to no, feel shit house. No. Well, okay, what about if he can go for Port and have a really strong soft spot for North? That's fine because he's kind of following his- Our uncle goes for North Melbourne. Yeah, and he's also following the players that he adores because yeah. there was a mass exodus, basically, mm. of it's, Port. It's nuts. Yeah. You've got to ride out the hard times. All right. So I think we've done a lot of trade stuff. Mm. That will now be very outdated. It's going to all be outdated. We'll be talking about this shit. And then, you know, tomorrow Hogan will be at West Coast. Um, (laughs) And Brandon will end up at Geelong and Tim Kelly will go to Frio for some reason. Uh, He'll he'll become the new Lockie Neal. He'll become the coach. Essendon (laughs) will get Dylan Sheila then out of nowhere, Lockie Neal. (laughs) (laughs) Dane Beams. (laughs) What? (sighs) Uh, And Ryan Burton. He'll be like, no, actually, I want to go to Port, but I can't stay at Hawthorne. I'll go to their arch rival. Assist on Burton. Um, He's in Las Vegas. Yeah. And Port Adelaide have sent their medicos over there to give him like a test. Yes. How stoked would you be to be those medics? I think they were already on a study trip somewhere oh, else. Okay. And then they're like jumping on a plane to Las Vegas. What would jo- be very that, funny though is if they get there. They, they won't ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get over there and they'll do the medical test. and be like, yeah, um, you, you're, you're cooked. It's like, yeah, I know. I've been drinking beer and nothing else for three days <laughs> in a pool in Vegas. Yeah. Also, I'm in Vegas, so I've been doing everything that you do in Vegas <laughs> yeah. based on the film The Hangover. Yeah. We left uh, Isaac Smith on a rooftop. We've got to get him back <laughs> in another day. So, okay. So, the other big story that broke after we recorded last week was that the AFL, uh, surprising no one, announced that there will be nine <laughs> rule changes next year. Yes, nine. Uh, okay. So, Tom... For those listeners that probably haven't followed rule changes that heavily, do you know how many, like, on average, they would change every year? Is it like a one or two situation? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, usually. Or or usually it will just be like a tweak of an interpretation. I haven't read these changes. Like, I know broadly what the um, the two or three big ones are. I'm going to get them up for you and we're going to go through them. All right. So. Because the game's fucking perfect. It doesn't need to be changed. So, guys, there are nine rule changes. So, the one, you want one they didn't do. 
goal squares forever, which is <laughs> oh. good. Which is good. Goal but, squares stay the same size. Yes. In fact, they changed something else that that would have done the same thing as making the goal square bigger anyway. Yeah. What I like, though, is... So, I will say this about Steve Hocking. He's a better operator than Gil. Oh, Gil's a fuckhead. And I reckon every time Gil got on the news and said something dumb like, oh, we're going to trial them during the league, or, yeah, the game's fucked, we need to build a goal square that's just all goal square, Steve Hocking was like, ah, oh, Gil, just fuck. Oh. Just retire so I can have your job. Just, yeah, 100%. Steve Hocking, good operator. He will be, yeah. There are rules that they've named that I don't... I don't hate some of these. Some of these I'm, I'm on board for. Some of them, though, I don't understand. So the main one, which we all knew was going to come, was the position changes. So it was 6-6-6. Six, six, six. Yep. So basically, the bounce of every ball, they have to summon Satan. And he'll breathe gut. No, it's a, that's a dumb joke, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So basically, there must be six players in both arcs mm-hmm. and one player in the goal square. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind that. If that's what they want to do, they want to trial, they want to introduce that, sure. That's not the worst rule in the world. It's only for the, the center bounces. Mm-hmm. As soon as the center bounce is done, they can flood and do whatever they want. Uh, four midfield players must start inside the square with two wingmen stationed along the wing. I don't mind that either. Yeah. I like wings. Do we have any problem with that rule change? No. Okay? That's fine. How many Warwick Cappers out of 10? On- Seven. So if I had to crack up the cap meter, it Maybe wouldn't six. be it wouldn't be a full cap. It'd be a cap six. That's not bad. Like yeah, okay, fine. Five, five. That's fine. Yeah, it's kick-ins, which I like this actually. At kick-ins, oh no, wait, I don't like this one. Sorry, players no longer have to kick to themselves, so you no longer get that great little tap it on your foot and then you can kick it or kick it to yourself. Heath Shaw. So a lot of players used to do the touch to your foot. Heath Shaw always kick it down, mark it, run, always without fail. Do we like the no kick to yourself? Hate it. I... It means they can play on, so they can immediately just take the ball and run out of the uh, Don't like it. You know who will love that? <laughs> Brennan Goddard. Oh, uh, he retired. <laughs> well, got to listed. Do you know who will love that? Another bloke at your club. Saad. Yes. And Connor McKenna. Mm. Both those boys like going for runs. Question. Yes. <sighs> can they play on immediately? Do they have to wait for the flags, the umpire flags? Yeah, the all clear has to be given. And then they have to wait for whoever's uh, the opposition player to no. clear the space? No. Yeah, but they would have to. Say if, say if there's a rush behind oh, yeah, yeah. and there's a player right on their tail, Yeah. then the umpire, they have to wait then for the umpire to bring that guy back 20 metres. Which, which they do now is. anyway. It just means they don't have to kick to themselves. They can just run or they can hand pass out of the square. Mm, okay. It's the same Yeah, it's the same play on it. It'll just be slightly faster and it means yeah. less dumb free kicks in the... Uh, Sorry, not free kicks. It's a ball up. Yeah, no, no ball ups in the goal square if you don't kick to yourself, which is cool. which I like. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, See, I'm giving this a seven. Following a behind, this this rule I do like. So yep. this this negates twenty meter goal squares. Following a behind, the man on the mark will be brought out to ten meters from the top of the goal square rather than five. Which they they kind of already do that in the back line if someone's kicking in, they'll often push them back on yeah. an extra meter. But now it's an official rule. You get ten meters instead of five if you're kicking out from a from a behind. Which I don't mind. It means that there's space to go to. But I think you were saying the other day when we were talking about it, the clubs will shut it down immediately by blocking off the No, no, sides. someone mentioned that to me, but I don't think that'll work because if they're gonna dedicate two players on either side to shut it down, the two opposition players will just get free. So it doesn't matter anyway. I don't mind that one. No, good one. Seven. Marks and free kicks in defense. When defenders mark or receive a free kick within nine meters of their own goal, the man on the mark will be brought in line with the top of the goal square. Uh, all right, whatever. This gives a bit of space. Yeah. It's basically about giving defenders a bit more space. All right, cool. Yep. Which I don't mind. All right. I'd like to present to you two dumb rules. First one about runners. 
Runners can only enter the playing surface after a goal has been kicked and must exit before play restarts. Boys, if that rule existed this year, Collingwood would have won a grand final. Oh, <laughs> they might have. Probably not, though. Probably not. But this rule, this is the one I'm a little worried about because it makes sense. It's going to cost someone a big though. It is going to result in so many stupid free kicks. It's going to be exactly the same as the um, uh, fuck, not kicking in danger. The fucking below the knees. No, the infringe. What? Oh, oh the, the, the 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 protected zone. Protected the zone. First it's three the rounds, yeah. there were like twenty-five reckon, million fifty-meter penalties. I reckon because run, runners will fuck up, especially runners that have been around for ages. They'll be very. They'll be very. I reckon the opposite. They'll be very cautious of it. They'll be very cautious at first, and I reckon it'll hit the middle of the season, and then they'll be f- like ten. Can I flip side take a look at this from a different perspective? Sure. You Are team- you trying to reduce the amount of time Chad Corns is on the ground <laughs> as Port Adelaide's runner? <laughs> that would be great. You have a team like Gold Coast, for example, who don't have a lot of on-field leadership, and you limit the time that runners can deliver messages. It just might make them worse. They don't have that strong voice. Whereas Brisbane have like a Luke Hodge to bark orders. Sometimes the runners are giving coach, like they're giving coaches messages and stuff. Yep. If they can do that less, you might have more chaos moments for poor teams. Yes, I think what the AFL may be hoping is that the opposite effect happens, that those teams then are forced to rely on themselves and someone stands up. You might find that will be the effect over a long term, but you might just find early in the season next year a team like Carlton or, you know. Short-term pain, long-term gain, right? Yeah, no, fair enough. You know? Yeah, in that respect, yep. The next one, and this is the one that I I find really dumb. Uh, Water carriers. So the water guys can't go on the ground during live plays, only after goals. Yep. This is the dumb rule. Do you want to know why? Why? Say I'm playing a game of footy and I've just kicked it out of my back line, but as I've kicked it, I've been cleaned up. Yeah. Play's moved down, everyone's taken off, and the play's nowhere near me, but I've really fucked my ankle, guys. Do you know who are the first people that run onto the ground to make sure that I'm okay with my sore ankle? The guys with the water, because you know what they are? They're also all first aid officers and have medical backgrounds. This is true. This is true. I read a guy tweet like who commented yeah. on this being like, I, I, know, I do water yeah. stuff. You have to be first aid trained. Mm. They get there first, and then it's like, oh, no, this is serious. We need the medical team. With this rule, can't happen. Mm. I don't think the AFL have thought of that. I think they've gone, oh, the water boys are in the way. I've actually never se- – the runners I get, right, I've never seen an incident, though – where a water person's got in the way of the a game? A water person, no. Like, no. that doesn't... Like, runners definitely have. But that's also because runners were running through... Like, their job is, like, they sort of end up in... Yeah. ...somewhat congested areas. It's not uncommon to have a runner... And what's live ...10 play? metres off the ball. Yeah. yeah what's what's live play? Like, you, how often will the water guys come on and give water to the midfielders as the forward's going for a shot on goal? Or the defenders as the ball's down the other end and it's, someone's getting... It's problematic in. because uh, in between... Like, live play, the only time that ceases is during a commercial break. Yes. Am I wrong? Yes. So then the runner has 30 seconds to get to 18 players. You know what I mean? Yep. What if it's a low-scoring game? It's interesting. On the surface, I was like, whatever, they don't need to drink that much. Fuck them. Like, I might talk all the time. <laughs> No, wait till quarter time. But have, they have, have, an have an orange at half time. But your point about the first aid thing, oh, yeah. that's, yeah, come on. Come on, Gil. Although I don't know what live play means. So I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it could be anytime there's a stoppage, but then that seems that's going to be yeah. quick. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, players will be prohibited from setting up behind the umpire at center bounces to reduce umpire contact. Um, well, whatever. I mean, I, sh- I shrugged, but that didn't we, travel through. We, we had a lot of those this year, and a lot of people got suspended. Oh, no, it was just fucking Tom Hawkins. And then a week later, everyone else did it and got fucking nothing. Tinfoil. Oh, it's on. I've taken it back off, Daniel. <laughs> uh, 50-meter penalty, so they've, you can't be you can't delay the 50-meter penalty? 
quick. Or that is really do you know what it triggers? The interpretation of that's interesting, though. Triggers another 50-meter penalty. Oh, Wait, huge. round two, there will be a 150-meter penalty, I guarantee it. Whoa. I've seen one of those before. Barry Hall? No, no, it's yes, it was, Barry, it, was, it was Barry Hall. Gave away a, Barry Hall once gave away a 200-meter penalty. So he gave away three 50-meter penalties. Yep. Guy kicked a goal. He then kept arguing with the umpire. They got a 50-meter penalty from the next bounce. Got dragged. Yeah. Was on the bench for the entire rest of the quarter. That oh, year, got Barry. traded to uh, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Um, kicking goals after the siren. Oh, Yes. Will now be players will now be able to kick across their body using a snap or a check side kick. Oh, okay, uh, they, they, they've adapted to where the game's played. Yeah, fair enough. But some players are but, at a huge disadvantage. Mm, must they, kick the ball directly in line with the man on the mark and the goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, just in the sense that there is a lot of players that don't kick conventional goals very often. So if they take a mark after the siren, they're fucked if they weren't able to kick a snap or whatever. Or at least now they at least can kick. The comfortable, natural way that they want to kick, even if it is like a fuckhead. Well, it means that if they're on the boundary line, they can do a, yeah, a Stevie J. You know what the biggest rule you've read out so far for me is the 50 meter for slowing down the... Yeah, it's huge. So if, you, if players you... do that literally every time. That's when like a free kick is given and a player holds it up a bit so the back line can set up. That's that's a big rule change, I think. Uh, how so do the they rules are that? must be allowed to advance the mark by fifty meters without the infringing player delaying the game. So whether it's What's like they hold onto the ball, they argue with the umpire. Oh, but that happens. They oh. they they they, st- they go to pick the ball up, decide not to stand there. That's every free kick. They jog slowly. However, players will be able to play on while the fifty meter penalty is being measured out. So as they start running, the player could decide I'm playing on and just take off. Bloody hell! That is going to cost someone. Yes. Dearly. I also think the 666 thing That's big too Maybe, Will cost people really The first time a team isn't allowed to flood a back line And loses in a close one That'll cost them Yep uh, Marking contest Hands in the back rule Has been re- repealed Ugh. So it's You have to push It has to be a pushing motion Yep Place his hands on the back of his opponent To protect his position in a marking contest Provided he does not push Like make a pushing motion Do you know who's going to fucking love that? Tommy fucking Hawkins. <laughs> He's going to kick a hundred fucking goals because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he loves it. Yeah, I can't wait. That's a he gets that's... he gets stung for shit like that every week in dumb ways too. Yeah, I was going to say that's actually probably a clever rule change because that isn't one that ever properly fit into the game. If that makes sense, like it wasn't... body contact became a push in the back. Yeah, it also it meant that like things most of the other rules that have brought in even like the um, protected zone and stuff like that players adapted. But because of the way that AFL is played, the hands in the back thing just comes up every game accidentally. Yeah, yeah. it's not as long as it's not a pushing motion, you can just put your arm out and using brute strength keep a player off you, which is basically you can don't argue someone in a marking contest. I love it. I, I'm all for it. Play, they're going to get more goals. Ten cappers. I think what you mean there, <clears throat> Sean, is that gets a kipper. <laughs> uh, uh, what's going on with the uh, protected area? Have they adjusted that? Oh, no, Sean. See, I've got, there's one more rule to talk about. Oh, boy. Um. But I haven't actually the, the rules that, that the fans were the most annoyed about were protected yep. area. Yep. Players were confused about it too. Contact below the knees. Yep. Uh, and protected area. <laughs> They've done nothing with any of those. Oh, that's yep. bad. The, the the three rules that people were and holding the ball. Haven't done anything about holding so, the ball. So all the rules that people looked at and went, if there's only if there's a problem with the state of the game, it's maybe those. And and look, there, to be fair, there are some of those rules that I'm like, nah, I like that. The hands in the back one. 
think yeah. that's great. Because well, that's an error that they made a couple of years yeah. ago that they've like fixed. Now, the last rule, dumb as fuck. Oh, Rucks this- can now take the ball out of a ruck contest and play on, and it doesn't count as prior opportunity. Don't like it. It's the dumbest one they've come up with. It's- that, they're trying to ease congestion. That will just create another ball up. So this rule got brought in because there was too much congestion at ruck contest where players would just grab the ball and just hold it up. Oh, I hate it. It's a dumb rule. No yeah. one was asking for it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to create more congestion. However, yes. two amazing responses on social media. Max Gorn, first of all, sees this rule, goes, Clayton Oliver, I'll take it from here. <laughs> Brody Gundy just posts a winky face and then a later tweet something along the lines of, how many disposals is too many? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is good. This is good content. So NFL we- players having social media is so good. It's the best. It means trade news is hectic. Uh, it's so good because if you're Rowan Buick, oh. <laughs> who got delisted by Brisbane. Love him. And that Sam McClure or Tom Brown or someone. Mark Stevens. Oh, I knew he was an idiot. Steve-O. Steve-O comes out and says, Libba putting in the hard yards at the Bulldogs, proving he wants to stay there by training with them. And Rowan Buick going, tweets back and says, Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Considering the Bulldogs finished 15th, He's probably four weeks into his preseason program, so he would naturally be training at the club. And Mark's response was, yeah, but, you know, there's been talk of him going to Essendon. And Rowan replied with, yeah, well, he wouldn't be training at Essendon, would he? Break a story when he gets traded, mate. <laughs> Mitch Robertson He said, thanks, thanks for the journalism. Thanks for the journalism. <laughs> oh, very fucking funny. If anything, Ron Buick's tweet... Makes it bad for Liberatore because if he's supposed to be four to five weeks into his off-season program, I reckon he's probably only been in the gym for a week because he was away with Dow House and like oh, he was overseas fucking around. Maybe. So shut up, Steve-O. Fuckhead. Fucking hell. Just because Tom Brown's taken over your sources, you fuck. <laughs> he wants his condiments back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, been yeah, it's been both a big week and not a big week. It's weird because it's had like last week there was a flurry of trades. Today there was one. It was Sam Lloyd to the Bulldogs. Good Who's move. Sam Lloyd, and why do I care? No, Sam no, Lloyd. he's good. He's the right player. He just couldn't get into Sydney, the Richmond right? team. Uh, no, uh, Richmond. Richmond. He kicked the winner against it. Uh, see the Sarah? see the best rule ever no. that I saw. Someone suggested one of the rule changes be that every player has to have a Lloyd, so that <laughs> BT can say yeah. Lloyd <laughs> yeah. or a Orazio. Yeah, fair. All right, Dusha. Yes. What raw change would you like to see? As fucked as you want it. Anything you want to see, just um, go. Put you on the spot here, man. Contact with the umpires is allowed after a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> How is it enforced, though? Is the bad decision overdue interpretation? Uh, so is, if there's a score of you yep. and it's overturned, the umpire is clearly a fuckhead for calling a score of you. Every player on their ga- ground gets one contact. <laughs> even even the player it's like, helped. Yes. Do they like try to protect the umpire? They can if they wish, or they can get in on it. <laughs> Players on the bench are allowed are given a two to three, two minute window yep. to also get on the ground and get off before play resumes again. Very without good. being without it, yeah, without counting as two. But the runners can't go on. Run oh, no, play hasn't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the players who are on the ground can they use that contact at any point during the game? Or is, that, uh, is there a window? No, it has to be immediately it's, it's after the, the decision. It's the window. It's, it's the a power play. It's a power play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bringing the Big Bash League into the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sean, uh, one rule. I, I would like 
the fourth quarter of every game, you can pick your worst player on the field, take them off, and replace them with your midfield coach. <laughs> Who's Brisbane's midfield coach? I don't know, but I know who Port Adelaide's is. <laughs> Are you just waiting for the day where Motlop hasn't had a touch and Ken just goes, oh, guys, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm activating the rule. Motlop, you're off. Uh, Vossi, and he goes to turn around and tell Vossi to kid up. Yeah. And Vossi's already in his gear. But he's, when he, he's wearing his Brisbane yeah, shirt. He's oh. wearing his Brisbane clothes. I actually want this to happen because when and I was And the in, glove. Oh, When I was in high school um, and Voss retired... One of the kids made a bet with another kid that Vossi would come out of retirement. They bet $200 on it. And then the following year, it didn't happen. So he said, give me my $200. And the other guy said, I didn't say what year. <laughs> I just like the idea of, yeah. That like, is an amazing bet. Yeah. I just want to, uh, look, I want to tweak that rule just slightly. Sure. I just think a member of the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So like Collingwood, worst player. Then all of a sudden, Buckley's just, oh. oh. Do, you know what I, do, you know, do you know what I'm looking forward to? Mm. Geelong. We're down. We're not doing well. And we just go, hey, Matthew, out you get. Manny Scarlett comes back out, punches a few blokes. Not If you want someone to punch blokes, Chris Scott. <laughs> oh, well, fair. Nah, Matthew Scott. No. They break the rules and both go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, no, because we have, we, have we have a really bad bottom six. So three <laughs> or four of them go team. off. Uh, Chris Scott comes out, Corey Enright, uh, Matthew Scarlett, and I'm pretty sure Brad Otten's one of our ruck coaches. Matty comes out too. Yeah, Matthew Knight. Just comes tell him Libba's out there and he'll go and smash him. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, not Tom. Tony, no. yeah. Um, my rule yep. uh, is basically very similar to all of our rules. It's like we have a theme. Um, goons in hockey, now oh. in football. Ooh. Ooh. Every, every, every team gets a goon. Yeah. Uh, and what it would do is it would stop like gaff from breaking Brayshaw's jaw and him getting suspended. So you have two great players out of the game. They go to fight and go, oh, no, 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 no. Goon time. <laughs> and so two two like players who are... So mid-punch, Gaff goes, hang on a minute. <laughs> well, no, he knows that he can't do the punch. Okay. Don't do punch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he yeah. goes to have the brain fade and then just before he does, you just... Just before the brain fade happens, they play the Kill Bill music. <laughs> and that's the music of, you know, the... Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. That's, the, that's the cue for the goons to come on. And you pick like state league players, like big blokes who play country footy, mm-hmm. who eat pies. Yeah. Um... Fuck, Billy Brownless be our goon and punch Ooh. someone and then come out and kick a goal? Because the goon goon comes out to fight, but goon becomes a player. So when the goon comes out, they have to stay on for the rest of the game. Well, until they're knocked out. Well, <laughs> actually, no, that's good. Yeah. So if the ball, if, if if the goon takes the mark, yep. they can go back for a kick. However, because they're the goon, the rules don't apply. So their opposition goon can just try and beat the shit out of them while they're going for a kick. <laughs> So pretty much beaters and Quidditch is what you've kind of gone for. Yes, a hundred percent. Yep, yep, yep. Bring back Alistair Lynch. Oh, yeah. They still get suspended. No, nah, no, they don't. No, nah, they don't. No, nah, they don't. I want storylines like wrestling storylines yeah. attached to them. Fuck. This is so the second good. week in a row you've brought up wrestling. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you saw WWE live in Melbourne, and now it's just consumed your brain. That would yes. spice up matches, though. Like, imagine oh. if like two teams had a goon, like goons with you know rivalry, and it's like can't wait for rounds. Imagine if, like, imagine if. For some some reason, somehow, yeah. like how the Car Brothers—one was at Freo, one was at Port—yeah, and they should just beat the shit out of one another. Mm-hmm. Imagine North Melbourne, Geelong. The goons are just Brad, Chris and Brad Scott. <laughs> oh. Or like I love Billy Brownless is the Geelong goon, and Gary Lyon is the Melbourne goon. Oh, oh no! Shit. Oh. Brereton is Hawthorns. Oh. As he goes to punch, you just hear someone cry out, "Billy, you're the <laughs> king of Geelong." <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm excited. Shit. It's a good rule. Thanks. I, I, I like that all of our rules had a trend. Yeah. There's a theme. Violence. violence. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of violence, it's not really violence. Speaking of entertainment, oh, we've got we three go. more clubs to do for entertainment business plans, boys. Yeah. So this is, we're down to the top three, aren't we? We are. We are to Melbourne. Whoa, 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 whoa. Top three are uh, Geelong, Essendon. Oh, yeah. Brisbane. We've still got oh, to yeah, do it. Yeah. We're, we're not doing ours this week because we're going to do it maybe when it's a quiet week because we're going to need a two-hour chat for those. That's true. Yep. Um, so it's Melbourne, Collingwood, West Coast. Start with Melbourne. Let's start with Melbourne. Uh, winning a few more games. They got not pretty bot- fucking close. Not bottoming out in the end of the season. Uh, maybe win some finals. They Look, did win. They won two. They didn't win three, which therefore they weren't there on the big day. To win the fourth. Yeah. Yep. Keep Jesse Hogan. Uh, do you? Well, if he, if, if he wants out. Only, only if Rio don't have year. anything. Cash in now and just fucking do it. I'm I'm pretty big on if a player is like wants out, you get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fuck him oh. off. Feed yeah, culture. You, you need. Yeah, exactly. You Melbourne do- want to win a premiership. They want to build a, a united team. If if he doesn't want to be there, or even if if you, they should honestly. I wish players were, were more honest. If they went to him and said, Jesse, you're contracted next year. Will you leave? And if he said, Yeah, I'm not going to stay, then they should just fuck him off. Get rid of him. Don't mid season trade him. Keep him there. Oh, is that a thing next year? No, it's it? not. That's not. No, oh, it's for bring bringing that. in a state player or something. Yeah. I would mid-season, mid-season trading seems fucked up. Don't bring that in. They're bringing in. You can possibly get a state league player, but they I haven't think it's finalized. If you have a yet. player on your long-term injury list or some shit. So mm. if your ruckman goes down, you can. So get instead a, of basically instead ruckman. of in taking a player off the rookie list, you can take someone from your VFL affiliate, which is mm, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind that. I reckon Geelong would love something like that. Yeah. We've got a lot of good VFL I guys who can't get games. Yeah, AFL never get to a point where it's like. Halfway through a year, and Geelong could like take Zorko. Todd Gold. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, that's, yeah, that's just confusing <laughs> as shit. Yeah, I don't like it. And then he goes back to Brisbane at the end. Do other do like other sports of- have mid season trading? Yeah, uh, rugby do, don't they? Yeah, I mean, like NBA have window free agency windows where you can just fucking cut deals. The NBA and the NFL are fucking insane, wild for trading there. What do you reckon is the out of all the four big American sports, which one has? The lowest average money for players. Baseball. Incorrect. For paying players? Yeah. Baseball? No. No. You just said baseball and I said no. You're dumb (laughs) as fuck, Sean. Look, it's late. He's tired. He's come from work. So have I. Same, but that's fine. We're all tired. We're adults and everything's hurting. Is it it baseball? Oh, no. We've been. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, It's not basketball. It would have to be uh, hockey. Are you sure? Yeah, hockey. Guys, it's the NFL. Oh, all right. The average wage of the of the NFL is so much because what they have is they have like it's a bit like the AFL. They have a couple of like yeah. mega, mega, mega paid yeah. stars, and then yeah. everyone else. Whereas it's, the NBA are like, oh, I'm sponsored by McDonald's and Nike. Give me eight million dollars a day. Well, I think the NFL though they spend all their fucking money giving everyone in the team a fucking Super Bowl ring. True. Should just be the players that are playing the on the day. I reckon. Save some money, NFL. Pay your players more. That's true. It's, it Cuss. is true. <laughs> All right, Melbourne though. Like, is there any, is there anything really that Melbourne need to do for their entertainment factor? They're pretty exciting to watch. Quite exciting. Get Jake uh, Lever back on the field. And you know, if they can get Stephen May, good. Do you know why they're exciting? Why? Because they're still Melbourne. You don't know if they're going to fuck it up or that's not. True. Yeah. That, and that's it's the tension factor. It's always exciting when Melbourne are playing because they play a good brand of footy, yep. but they could also cock it up in a heartbeat. Yep, true, very true. Keep doing what you're doing. Yep. I would like for them to make their own like Melbourne branded cheese. <laughs> like why haven't they? Cash like a that. like a like a gorn brie. Oh. A bearded brie. Oh, Tom. Melbourne. 
Call me. Tweet gone right now. Maxi gone, release a bearded brie. Bearded brie. Yeah. That's fucking gold. It's amazing. Jesus. They should all grow Max Gorn beards too. <sighs> shave your heads, everyone. Grow Imagine a beard. The entire team with a shaved head and a beard. They couldn't all grow a Gorn beard. They'd give it a crack. No. Nah. Anyone, anyone who can't, they'll buy one. They'll delist them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, That's Jack Viney. Your strategy. chin's really good, but you just can't grow enough facial hair for us. <laughs> Who's next? All right. Collingwood. Collingwood. Do you, know uh, what, do you know what they need to do? Win a premiership? Yeah! Oh! Oh! Play for all 125 minutes of a game. Oh! Uh, probably not blow five gold leads. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Don't whinge about the umpires. Yep. I think Collingwood, don't go after a fucking midfielder when that's your strongest part. That's the strongest part of the ground for them. Backline? What, what are they weak at? No, 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 the midfield's strong. Don't go after beams. That's what I mean, but like backline. Yeah, backline, surely. Go after mate. Oh, no. Forward line. Well, forward line's a bit fucked as well, but... Yeah, they need probably that someone that can uh, keep their feet. Ooh. Well, they need someone to give Cox a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was good. Yeah, but they do. They do. And Darcy Moore's going to play as a, a backman. He'll so be they... a backman. They're bringing in Jordan Ruffhead as like a backup ruckman. I think they're going to play two rucks. So yep. Ruffhead will just rest forward, won't he? Well, then what does happen with the Mason Cox, though? What is he, just, he plays permanently as he a forward. He will be a permanent forward, you would think. I mean, and he's 900 million. young, small guys. Four line's probably all right. It's the back line I think they need to shore up. Because Lyndon Dunn's not... He's done his knee, hasn't he? Yeah. He won't be back until at least halfway through. No, nah, no. Nah. And you're relying on Langdon and Goldsack, Well, Langdon's had a fucking awesome... He's been great, but bring someone else in so Langdon can sort of peel off and... Stephen May. set marks. Stephen May. You need a bull. Yeah, you need May. And he can pick fights. He fucking loves it. He could be the goon of Collingwood. Oh, man. I hope he gets smashed. No, you get, <clears> you get like Tony Shaw to be the gooner. No, yeah. David Cloak. Also, this, <laughs> all the goodwill Collingwood had, if any, is gone. Never because had the from thing? me. No, no, because <laughs> just because they, you get one shot, I reckon. Yeah. It's the same way for me. Goodwill for Melbourne, gone. I don't give a fuck if they win the premiership next year. Oh, Maxi Gorn's the best. Nah, they can go get fucked. They had one. You get one crack. You get the more than one had, crack. The doggies had one crack at a fairy tale, and they pulled it off. Richmond got one crack. Now the goodwill is gone. People go back to hating them. Adelaide too had one crack. Adelaide, and no. I don't need another reason to hate them. <laughs> you get one crack. Essendon will get one crack where everyone goes, oh, after everything they've been through, it'd be nice. And then when they win the flag, after that, it'll be fucking drug cheats. They don't need another one. We had three cracks and people hate us. Yeah. Brisbane will get one crack when they finally rise up. It'll be, geez, they were shithouse forever. Then you win one, and then it's like, but they do did you know, win three not long ago. Do you know who will never get a crack? Who? Frio. Frio will never be anyone's pick to win, ever. No. I think if Frio um, unless playing, playing Collingwood in a grand final, I might not watch the grand final. <laughs> Just leave the country. <laughs> what if it was a Frio Adelaide? Or Freo Port. There are some grand final matchups, like potential ones, that are just fucking disgusting. Freo Gold Coast. That would be ones where it's like you don't sit, even if you've got front row level one, you just go to the bar and get hammered. <laughs> West Coast Hawthorne a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was 32 degrees that day. Was, I would have been at the bar just staying hydrated. It was yeah. gross. With beers. <laughs> All right, West Coast then. What West do they Coast, do? They just need to make sure that they double down because they've got a lot of goodwill now. Yep. Double like, down on the goodwill. None of their players can have any gaff moments. No, no gaffs. No gaffs. Get Nick Nat fit for the finals so people ride them to win another. Gr- yeah. That's people, the thing. That's the key. Get them back to back for Nick Nat. That's winning hearts and minds again. Nick Nat. Back to back for Nick Nat. Yeah. Yep. 
It get rhymes. Liam, get Liam Ryan under control too. He's had a few little, yeah, yeah. few little off. I love him, but I feel bad sometimes yeah. about it. Just tell him all he's got to do is leap. Just leap. He's just got to fly, mate. That's it. Believe in you. Yeah. Take a leap of faith. Yeah. On someone's shoulders, or just um, crash into someone's ribs again. Give someone another <laughs> bump too. Oh, go back to back for Nick now. Stuff of legend. That see, that's it. That's all you need. Or just play Eagle Rock for the whole game. That's got entertainment business written all over. Like it. the whole game. Get Daddy Cool. Out and get him in the game. Yeah, get the whole. Are they dead? Would you rather that? Do you want a bit of music when goals are kicked rather than just like artificial crowds? Yeah, yeah, that's what they should. Imagine be. they. I'm trying to think of other great songs by Daddy Cool or songs with the Eagles in them, and all I can think of is Calif- uh, Hotel California by the Eagles. Yeah, just play, play an that. Eagles soundtrack. Yeah, d- just play the Eagles discography from the yeah. start of the game to the end. <laughs> yeah. What's their other What's their other big song? The Eagles. What's that other really big song? They have? Mm. No, there's an, there's an upbeat Hotel one. California. No, there's an upbeat one. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking hate the band The Eagles. Ooh, <laughs> it's all coming out. Yeah, um, I'm going to be a terrible father. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Fuck my dad. That's what he. Wow, mm. he's a dad band. Mm. Yep. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dusha. Yes, Thomas. We got any emails? We got so many. Look, there's a few emails we got this week that actually are things that we've just naturally covered in today's episode. So we got an email from Finn. Who is from Bristol? I met Finn. He was on stage with us. Really? On tour. Uh, is he Finn who hates Lindsay Thomas? Is he, is he an angry boy? He is an angry. Hi, boys. Resident angry emailer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, he was just reassuring us that he thought his bl- blood pressure would return to normal as the season was over, but unfortunately not. Um, oh, boy. So basically, he's just like stoked on the fact that the hands in the back roll has been brought down because the subject of this email was Hollywood Rance's days are numbered. <laughs> I love that. Um, I didn't even think about the implications for Rance. Yeah, cop that. Rance. He's fucked. Yeah, Tom Hawkins to kick twelve on him. Oh. Hawkins is going to feast on goals this season. You reckon? He he gets Tom, done. Tom, no one has caught on to this yet. Probably put money on him for the Coleman. I know you don't like betting, 
Do you want to put money on him for me? I'll fucking do it. I'll put it on for myself. The only, the only problem is, though, guys, Radigalia is going to be just eating goals for breakfast. Nah, too. plus uh, Joe Danaher's back. Yeah, but he's a, he doesn't know what the, He gives away goals to people. Mitch Brown, Coleman. <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, Finn is also like to propose a 10th rule change, uh, which Ooh. was be respectful of cultural events, which sounds fair enough. The one thing you just launched into is like having Wayne Carey front the white ribbon appeal is an absolute disgrace. Yeah. So the 10th rule change should stop that. Guys, 11th rule change. No more Wayne Carey. So- Wayne Carey in the bin. <laughs> oh, good rule change. Start of every commentary thing. Wayne Carey bin, Dennis committee in. in. Hey, do you know who's been weirdly quiet this trade period? Yeah. Adelaide. Well, yeah. you know why? Doing nothing. Because it's, <laughs> everyone wants to leave. They're not going to be able to yeah. get anyone to come to the club. And, and you know what? They're banking picks because of the super draft from South Australia this year. Yeah. You've got to fix the brains of the players they already have before they bring new ones in. True, yeah. <laughs> true. true. Yeah. And finally, we've got an email from Josie. Boys, this Billy Slater thing. What in the crikey fuck is that? <laughs> so uh, this is something we didn't m- mention. Oh, yeah. But uh, former rugby player, Billy Slater. Rugby legend, Billy superstar. Slater. Probably the biggest name in Australian rugby. That's probably a yeah, fair. At the moment. Yeah. We don't. Him, no. or, him or Smith. Cameron Smith? Yeah. Would be yeah. the biggest name. I guess. We don't, we're kind of talking out about field. Here. Or the other one. Yeah, the other one. Uh, Cooper Cronk. Yeah. Although, I mean, there is that other one who's in the media now. He was pretty big, wasn't he? Yeah, there's those blokes. But then, like, look, Billy Slater is a name that I recognize, and it's very out of my field. And like, I recognize him as a rugby player, a rugby legend. There's Rugby Joe. He's pretty good. <laughs> and Parson so, Stevens. He's anyway, good at passing the ball. Wendell Saylor. When- hey, hey. That's, a, that's an actual man's name. Hey, do you remember when Wendell Saylor was on the NFL Footy Show and challenged a guy to an arm wrestle? who was also a host of the show and broke his arm on live TV? I do remember that. What? <laughs> So Billy Slater got picked up by St. Kilda to work in the coaching staff because he just recently announced his retirement for rugby. Yeah. He's been brought in as pretty much a leadership guide. Yeah. Two days a week dealing with the leadership group and the coaches. Culture. Yeah. He so, said in his um in the interview, I don't know anything about footy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> don't know anything about footy. Know a lot about winning premierships. Yeah. Josie had a comment about that. I want to trade as a supporter. <laughs> trade me out. Oh, oh. The Lord is fucking testing me. There's one other St. Kilda supporter at work and we have copped it all day. There's one thing to be the laughingstock during the season, but in trade week, not cool. I'm an angry girl and my faith is being well tested. I feel like I need to go make toast. If I'm St. Kilda, I'm going to take all the broken toys and invest my money in the best fitness team money can buy. Because at this point, what do we have to lose? Fuck it. Pull a money ball. Why not at this point? Also, if Damien Barrett was any more full of shit, We'd need to call a plumber. First the shit about Steven and now Beams. I feel like I need to update the definition of shit cunt on Urban Dictionary with a picture of him. Garbage. What a fuckhole. Oh, oh, Josie. Wow. Oh, you're the best. Yeah. I've never said so much filth in my life. You, you've said worse. I absolutely have. Anyway, I'm so keen to get to the Gabatois next year because Brisbane are looking shit hot and I love it. Yes. And you guys should get up here for a round next year because there is something super special about hearing the roar after a goal that is so, so special. Oh. Whether you're a Lions fan or not, Hope you lads are happier than me right now. Like that's even difficult, Josie. Fuck. How good's footy goes to the Gavatoire next year? Thanks, Amit. Yeah. You've approved it. Oh, it's approved. That is huge. It's been a big week. And like I said, all of this will probably be outdated by the time you're hearing it. Oh, 100%. Wednesday is going to be some fucking crazy shit yeah. going on. Like always in the last 
two hours. Jonathan yep. Patton's rumoured to be looking to go to Collingwood. I've heard that too, that he's uh, gettable, they say. He's, got, he's done his knee. Yeah, but he's a good player. Tell you what, though, their medical staff, very good at uh, dealing with knee injuries. Who is? Goldsack. Look at him, he's back. Oh, that's true. Mm. Fuck. That was a miracle. Mm. So it's all happening. Uh, of probably. Sorry. I'm just this Patton <laughs> thing is like, why don't Hawthorne go for him? Because um, they're going after Scully and Wingard. Yeah, I guess they don't have a, a, a all the money in the world. Yeah, no, they've got a lot though. Yeah, sorry, Joel. That's totally fine. All I was going to do is say is when this episode goes live, keep an eye on our Twitter. We'll try and update you with all of the fucked trade things that are happening. Hopefully, our information and intel will hold up. None of this probably will. Nah. Uh, and if you want to email us, Tom, where can you get in contact with us? Howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can tweet us at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Douche13. I just remembered that Ricky Nixon, former St. Kilda player and absolute fuckhead, said that Tom Bell Chambers is sniffing around St. Kilda. Not going to happen. And if it does, people are getting fought. Howgoodsfooty! <laughs>